Welcome to Prophecy Insights. I am Bro Steph. I'd like to thank you for being here on my podcast today and like to welcome all of our listeners. Today's podcast is titled As in the Days of Noah and Lot. And today's podcast is coming from Luke 17, verses 25 through 37. You know, I've been thinking about this podcast for, oh, the last four or five days. And I have kept going back and forth between this topic and another topic that is really of concern, um, the bearing false witness in our society today. And I tried to do that podcast four or five times and just wasn't happy with it and deleted it. And then um, I heard the news of what happened in Portland, Oregon. And it was really disturbing to me to hear that a a reporter, videographer, uh, photo journalist was severely beaten by the Antifa group out there in Portland, Oregon. What was maybe even more disturbing was the fact that the police department didn't do anything until the damage was done. And I started to think, there's a lot of violence in our society these days. And I started thinking about Luke 17. And... Here's what our Lord said. This is Luke 17, starting with verse 25. But first, he, meaning Jesus, must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Of course, he's talking about his generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day, that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so, it will be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Verse 30 is a very important verse, by the way. The Lord is talking about his second return when he is revealed to the entire world. Verse 31, in that day, the day when he's revealed, 
he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. And of course, the Lord was here referring to holding on to your life at any cost or surrendering your life to him and putting your life in his hands to watch over. The people that humble themselves and put their lives in God's hands will actually preserve their life. But those that desire to do things their own way, um, they will lose their life. Verse 34, I tell you, in that night, there will be two men in one bed, the one will be taken, the other left. Two women grinding together, the one will be taken, the other left. Two men will be in the field, the one will be taken, the other left. And they answered and said to him, Where, Lord? So he said to them, Wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together. So the wrath of God is coming on a world that has decided to ignore him and to do what is right in their own eyes. That's where we're headed, in my estimation. We're seeing a Luke 17 moment. I believe in our society. Years ago, when <clears throat> in the 60s, when I was about 10, 11 years old, we had the LA riots uh, where the uh, black community in LA rioted and burned buildings, burned through, you know, destroyed businesses in Watts, etc. And there was a lot of damage. Some people were killed, but a lot of terror. And I remember being 10, 11 years old and really scared because we didn't live all that far from L.A. And I was scared that all of this carnage and rioting might come into our neighborhood. So I kept looking. I can see myself doing it now, staring out the back sliding glass window. And looking over the fence, through the field, where I could see Beach Boulevard, a very busy highway. Because I knew that if the riot was going to come to us, it was going to come from Imperial L.A. area. And they would end up coming up Beach Boulevard and we would, I would see them. And I just kept looking out that window until my parents told me, Stefan, you don't have anything to worry about. It's not going to come here. But I was really, really scared being a 10-year-old, 11-year-old child. Now what we're seeing isn't isolated incidents. 
We're seeing violence around the globe. We're seeing people beating one another up, doing things that seem to be insane and things that don't make common sense. People are taking their rage and their anger and their confusion out on others. And it seems like it's an epidemic anymore. It's happening constantly. We're hearing of it or seeing it. The only thing that makes sense is this scripture which points to the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's a question I have for you. What did Noah and Lot's day have in common with one another? Here, here's the answer. They did what was right in their own eyes, ignoring the Lord and his direction on how to live a peaceful life. They decided that they knew better. Sound familiar? I mean, let's look at it. Homosexuality. Teaching two to five-year-olds. Little boys how to be women teaching two- to five-year-old little girls how to be boys at the libraries doing this, no less. In our schools, taking first-graders through sixth-graders and teaching them that the acceptance of an alternate lifestyle is proper and good for them. Now, Look, no one's going to argue with, none of us should hate anybody that's caught up in a homosexual lifestyle. We shouldn't hate them. We should pray for them and ask that God would help them because they're leading a life that is, should we say, not normal. It's outside of the bounds of Scripture and what God wants for his creation. So it is. Um, we're seeing this. I think these things are causing people to be very frustrated, very upset, very angry. And especially in the political realm. You don't believe or see things like I do. So I want to hurt you for not thinking like I think. And it goes on in the conservative camps. It goes on in the liberal camps. It's like nobody can talk anymore. Reason together and discuss civilly what they think about a particular topic. You see it on social media, too. It's, it's invading everything. Get on social media, people yell and scream at one another in social media. Um, 
easier to be done there because you can hide behind your device or you can hide behind a computer. But in any case, here's what I think is going on. I'm going to wrap up this podcast with this. I really think and believe with all my heart that we're beginning to live in the days of great deception that the Lord talked about. And right here he said the days would be like the days of Noah and the days of Lot. What characterized those days? Violence was another common denominator of those two eras. Violence. Um, In Sodom and Gomorrah, the men there wanted to rape the angels and abuse them and take advantage of them. The angels sent by the Lord. They were that far gone in their thinking that they wanted to rape these angels, actually thinking that they could get away with that and overpower angels. Are you serious? Then in Noah's time, it was just rampant disregard to God's principles and violence again. And now we're seeing that in our generation. The other day I was thinking, how many wars since my birth in 1956 have I seen? And it's a lot. Look, I got one hand up, and I'm going to go through. Let's see. Um, There was the Vietnam War. There was the Grenada invasion where we had to go rescue our students. Uh, There was the 1967 war in Israel recapturing Jerusalem. There was 73, the Yom Kippur war in Israel when they were attacked. Then there was the war, uh, the first Iraqi war, then the second Iraqi war. That's six, six wars since I've been born. Doesn't look like peace has been ruling and reigning over planet Earth, does it? That's just six. There might even be one or two that I left off the list. I just can't think of it right now. But six wars, and if I counted up all the rumors of wars, we could probably make a list of a hundred. So, and and now we're looking down the barrel of another war possibly happening, Iran, uh, Syria, North Africa, Turkey, Russia, China, Israel, the United States. We're looking at a possible Mideast war. Don't know if it's going to be the Ezekiel war in Ezekiel chapter 38, or if it's just going to be a a squirmish, a small-scale war that ends up leading up to the Ezekiel war. We don't know how it's going to pan out yet, but we know that Ezekiel 38 war is coming. We know that other wars and rumors of wars, Matthew 24, that that's coming. 
And so if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, Steph, you know, what do I do? How do I cope with all the madness around me? It's only one way that I can think of that will absolutely bring you peace in your heart and in your life. And that's doing what the Lord Jesus told Nicodemus in John 3, 16 through 18, what he told him to do. He said, you must be born again. What did Paul say in Romans 10? Anyone who calls on the name of the Lord, believing in their heart that he is the son of the living God, the Messiah, the anointed one, and that he died to forgive you of your sins so you can have forgiveness of sins. He took the punishment and penalty of your sin on his own shoulders on that cross. He shed his blood for you and the remission, forgiveness, and wiping out of your sin. If you believe that, then you will be saved. That's a promise that God gives us in the Scripture. So, if you don't know the Lord, and you're feeling a little agitated, or nervous, or scared, or frustrated, or depressed, over what's going on around us now? Go to the Lord. Go to Bro Steph. B is in boy, R O, S is in Sam, T is in Tom, E F is in Frank dot com. Bro Steph dot com. Scroll down the page halfway and it says how to ask Christ into your life. Follow those steps. And ask Jesus into your heart and life today. Be the best thing you ever did. And if you're so inclined, if you'd like to support our podcast, uh, help us, encourage us so uh, we can continue to do more of these, just simply click on the support button that should be on your screen right in front of you. And look for us on iTunes. Look for us. Um, in Facebook and Twitter. Keep your eyes open for us and subscribe to this podcast through your favorite podcast listening app. Uh, if you're on um, an iPhone, use the uh, Apple podcast. It's purple. The Apple podcast uh, listening app. It's right there preloaded on your phone. And um, if you're on Android, I believe they also have a podcast listening app that should be preloaded on your phone as well. Uh, you can find us by typing in the search of any podcast app. Just type in Prophecy Insights with Bro Stuff. Prophecy Insights with Bro Stuff. And that's going to wrap up this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Have a terrific uh, evening. If it's evening, if it's morning, have a great morning. If it's afternoon, have a terrific afternoon. In any case, have a terrific day or evening. God bless you. May the Lord's face 
continually shine upon you and your loved ones. And remember to keep looking up. Jesus is coming back soon. This is Steph. Bye for now.